This isn't your typical podcast for working moms. This is Bad Moms in Business, a podcast that believes that empowered women empower women. Here are your hosts, Bridget Robertson, Amanda Sharp, and Danielle Monahan. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We are Bad Moms in Business for another podcast episode. Today... We have a little bit of a different topic. So if you are listening to this with any kiddos in the car or around you, maybe pause this, save this for another time, and then come back. I'll give you a second. Hit the skips. Skip, skip, mm-hmm. skip, 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 skip. Okay. I've given everybody ample warning. Yep. Today, we're going to talk about the sex talk because, Bridget, I believe you recently had a discussion with your boys. So I obviously don't have a whole lot to contribute to this conversation. So let's, let's hear how this went. Yeah. So it started with Jace because Mm -hmm. all good stories start with Jace. This is true. true. (laughs) I just love him so much. He's just (laughs) fun. So over the summer, this started, um, he wanted to know how babies were made and we were kind and he's, he just turned nine. Um, but he was eight when he was asking. And I thought, not ready for this, not going to do this, mm-hmm. but he was relentless. And so we prefaced with, we will tell you everything there is to know. And I mean everything. However, it can't leave this house, this family. It is not for your friends. This is, you know, if, if your friends have questions about these things, it's up to their parents to decide what's appropriate and what's not appropriate, yep. blah, blah, blah. So all that said, we did it. We had the talk. Um, it's, it started very organically, literally around a campfire. He was asking us, um, my neighbors were like a movie. Well, except, except he was being so ridiculous. And my neighbors were sitting in their own yard and could hear us like oh, not no. everything we were saying but she texted me like good luck <laughs> <laughs> wow so she can wow okay yeah oh, um, but yeah we we were very honest um and i'm gonna use like technical terms here mm-hmm. so if that offends you i'm sorry um it may we've given everybody the warnings that they need here absolutely yeah you yeah. know what's going down yeah so we were like The one thing I heard that I think is such phenomenal advice, and I did not come up with it. Kristen Bell. I, you know, I listened to Dak Shepard's podcast. I love her. No, I've I've never missed an episode. And he said that his wife, Kristen Bell, they have daughters, taught their daughters that sex is when you allow a man's penis to enter into, or when you put it there into your vagina. Interesting. I love that. I'm sorry. I love that. It it gives them the control of the situation power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was so cool. So I flipped that on my kids and I said, sex is when a woman agrees or allows that to happen. Um, which they didn't question, of course, because why would they? Because that's just how, what they know of it now. Go ahead, Amanda. No, I was going to say, like, when you say it, like, it just sounds so, like, like, technical. Like, it didn't seem weird. Yeah. 
And that's, we, so the initial conversation was just on the fly. And I was nervous that I was messing things up or giving too much information or not enough information. So we bought a book on Amazon. um, And Mm. that book, let me tell you, now it is from like a biblical perspective, which is not going to be everybody's cup of tea. um, But it is more so like, and you're married, that type of thing. Gotcha. Um, So take, you know, obviously that's how I would love for my boys to be raised. I also know it's 2021 and things don't always go as planned. So our 2022 and things don't always, (laughs) (laughs) that flew off Um, and things don't always go as planned. So whatever, but um, it was very technical. This Mm. is what a penis looks like. This is what a vagina looks like. This is what a urethra is. This is what a fallopian tube is like very, it was, it was drawn out anatomically correct. This is what enters here. You know, very, very technical. Um, Jace was so confused, even with the photos, he was like, well, how does, how does the penis get, get in the the vagina? Do you have to like cut it off? And I was like, "Mm, that's maybe the technicalities that's for another day. (laughs) You just need to know the, the basics. Yeah. Right. It'll now. be ready when it's ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did it. And part of the reason is because he wouldn't stop asking and I didn't want him asking the wrong person. Of course. Um, and the other part is Aaron will be in middle school next year and he's going to mm-hmm. learn at school. And I would rather him learn from us first yep. than to be told at school um, or to be getting information and very likely wrong information from his friends. So that was our thought process behind it. And my parents sat me down at a, I don't re- even remember how old I was, but my mom and my dad both sat me down and had the conversation. Cause they found a note that I had written that I had a crush on a boy Ooh. and he was not a very good boy. They were probably rightfully terrified. Oh, geez. <laughs> um, uh, it was my mom. Thank God. It was just my mom. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember how old I was either, but there was also a book involved. Mm-hmm. 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 And honestly, I feel like the book takes the anxiety and the awkwardness away because we're just going to read. We're just going to okay, read. So and, and there were videos too. It was like, go to this YouTube link and it would show like Jeez. the sperm meeting the egg and mm-hmm. okay, okay. how the baby Yeah. Yes, it is it actually. And it wasn't graphic or gross mm-hmm. or anything like that. And it showed, you know, the baby developing because again, babies are a consequence of sex. So if you're going to learn about sex, you're going to learn about babies. <laughs> <laughs> if you are not watching, Danielle just pointed at her very pregnant belly. <laughs> that's how that got in there. <laughs> so. I don't have much to contribute to this conversation because Watson is not even three yet. However, when we first started telling him that I was pregnant and my stomach started to grow and stuff, and he was finally starting to like grasp it as much as a two-year-old can, he was like, yeah, but how did they get in there? And I'm like, "Hmm, you know, we don't, we don't need to, we don't need to get into that. And he would not let it go. (laughs) And then finally I was just like, okay, we're, change of subject. Like, Hey, look at trains, trucks. (laughs) Um, but something that we're doing with him is we're really trying to teach him 
like bodily autonomy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he knows the correct terminology yeah. of things and stuff. And we've really been teaching him um, that, you know, just because, and it's sad that you kind of have to have these conversations with kids, but just nobody is allowed to touch you. You are not allowed to touch anybody that kind of thing. So we're like, I wanted to start it young. So it doesn't become like an awkward conversation later. Like, let's just start it now. And that yeah. way he just grows up kind of learning bits and pieces as we feel. And I should. think as, as moms of boys, I mean, all kids, but moms of boys, especially, I think it is our responsibility to say like the woman is con- in control in this situation. Yes um, permission must be granted. Mm-hmm. And if permission is not granted, then, then the it's a no go like the yep. end. And even if permission was granted and then five minutes later, it's suddenly not granted anymore. Oh, okay. Then that means you stop. Like yeah, these the are things that we <laughs> have to have to teach our, our boys. Mm-hmm. Agreed. We also teach our girls that it's okay to do those things and say this yes. be vocal. Um, it's just, you know, it's a different world. I, I know we grew up in a time that it's not like what it is now, you know, and mm-hmm. I just feel bad for our kiddos. And that's why we do have to be very careful with how we teach them. So they don't just from plain stupidity get in trouble. Right. For sure. And, um, you know, I, I can't quite say that I had the opportunity to have like that kind of talk with, with Owen, Bridget, like you did. I did not get a book. I did not, whatever. <laughs> However, I will say since I could, I can remember, and I don't know what age it started at because I just always remember having this conversation. I was like, listen, if you ever get a girl pregnant, <laughs> the girl's in control of that baby. Mm-hmm. And if I can't see my grandchild, I'm going to be ticked. So you don't get someone pregnant unless you love them. And I'm going to be able to see my grandchild. I've been saying this for like years, <laughs> years. And so we've talked about like getting girls pregnant and the responsibility mm-hmm. for a long time because the technicality, like really, that's almost the most irrelevant part of it. Like you don't want a kid being like confused on what to do, but they figure it out. They sure. naturally figure it out. The yeah. consequences of, of having sex are to me, the most important being safe, you know, and not Ugh. getting any diseases. I mean, that's yes. terrifying is getting someone pregnant, if not more terrifying to me than getting someone pregnant. And so that mm-hmm. was something that I've always been very, very real about with him. Um, and as far as like anatomy and all that good stuff, I also can remember from a very young age because women are portrayed in every superhero hero movie as very risque, right? Their clothing mm-hmm. is very, and so I would always say very bluntly, like, why do they always have to show like her breast? Or like, I always would throw that out there because I wanted it to be known that like, that isn't necessarily what's attractive. Mm-hmm. Like I get sex cells, but I don't want a nine-year-old boy going, that's normal because that's not normal. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. And I think too, the more we normalize these conversations with our kids, the more they'll be able to have conversations as they grow up. And as they're thinking about these things, hopefully they'll be comfortable enough to come to us and say, this is what I'm thinking. This is what happened. This is what could happen. So we can have like honest and open conversations. And maybe I'm being super naive that that 
whatever happened with two teenage boys. I don't know. Um, but I'm leaving the door open that hopefully it is. It's not shameful. It's not dirty. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with it. But we are also trying very hard to preach as much as we can abstinence only because there are so many consequences for sure forget having a baby but like you said the the illnesses and the diseases that come from having sex I mean it's a huge huge responsibility it's not something to be taken lightly very true Absolutely not. And the thing is, if your boys don't take advantage of the huge door that you've left wide open, that's on them. Yeah. As a parent that you can possibly do Yep. as as I did it. Cause I always tell Owen, like what I don't know, I can't help you get through. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. You Mm -hmm. know? So tell me whatever. And you'll never get in trouble if you honest with it. Yes. Like ever like we'll work through the, because I feel like the punishment of having to go to a mom and dad and like totally confess all your sins because you're about to get in trouble is way harder than sometimes a punishment. Otherwise, like, yeah, oh, for sure, we can help you get through whatever you're going through, but we have to know what you're going through. So we, we try, but again, it's for the kid's responsibility to feel comfortable enough to actually say those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Parenting. It's really hard. Yeah. I'm curious how other people have handled this or are going to handle this or are in the middle of handling this. Yeah. Um, And I just like that, um, out of necessity of Bridget's two kiddos, I just think this is like a fun, like scenario, you know, you can't predict how it's going to look for your family and how this is going to go because Jace is the one who initiated the Mm -hmm. conversation, not opposed, you know, as opposed to Aaron, who was the older one. Yeah. Oh, Aaron. Aaron ran away, ran away, ran upstairs. Well, and then it it kind of goes to like, maybe the conversation that you have with multiple kids is going to look different. Like the conversation that you have with one kid, it can't be a carbon copy for the next kid potentially because their personalities are so different or learning styles or whatever. Well, and it goes to show you that at 10, Aaron's 10, Mm -hmm. that if, he must have heard something already about this yeah. for him to immediately be embarrassed. Which, yeah, <sighs> yeah. right, have changed. Right, where did he hear it from? I don't mm-hmm. know. What 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 is he associating with with all of this? I don't know. But he's ten and was embarrassed. Yeah, so. already knows that it's an embarrassing conversation potentially to have with your parents. Yeah. Oof. It's true. Oh man, it's a good thing I started watching out it too because uh, by the time it he's is. five, apparently, <laughs> I don't. I don't think that there is too early an age to start having these conversations. Obviously, in an age-appropriate manner, but oh, absolutely. Um, the book that we have said it's that you should start as early as six. And wow, I, I could, but yeah. obviously, maybe not the full-blown conversation. <sighs> sure, I, sure. I truly have had daily, not daily conversations, that's in it, Greg, but conversations for, again, as long as I can remember of how like boobs aren't a bad thing. Right. Just what they are. They're just breasts mm-hmm. on women. Like it's just part of their body. So I guess if you just kind of interact and, and put that type of dialogue in your daily conversations with kids from the beginning, it's not something that they have to be so curious about what do breasts look like that they really don't, they, they have to be secretive and go find out. Yeah. Yep. You know, so I don't, I don't have any of the answers, any of the answers. And I think just be aware of your child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think don't be afraid to have these conversations. They're only as awkward as you make them. Yeah. 
And um, great one. I don't know. It was, it was okay. It was, it was fine, especially with Jace because he was so interested. But once we got Aaron out of his bedroom, um, we did kind of force him to sit with us and and go through the book and read the, listen to the videos or watch the videos. But um, even he was okay with it. So. It's awkward at first. Just rip that bandaid. Rip that bandaid off. (laughs) Do you know, for a second, I just thought we were having one of our conversations. I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we need to wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> this is a recording. <laughs> See, this is why we do this, because we were going to do this anyways. <laughs> right. So why not hit record? <laughs> well, Danielle, take us home. <laughs> <laughs> land the plane. Land the plane. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, we are definitely interested in hearing what anybody has to say about this, so head over to our Facebook business page or our Instagram at bad moms in business. Let us know how those conversations went for you guys. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe everywhere you can find us. We'll see you guys next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.